speaks of someone who dug through the rubble to get to that, that well of, of living water. And who, as a consequence of doing so, knew what it was to live in that victory which we've been singing about. An account of a, of a woman who was in Christ an overcomer. Hallelujah. Matthew chapter 9 is where we're going to start. and uh, I'm going to read this. Most of what I read this morning is going to be from the NIV, but the, the, first, the first passage I'm going to read from the New King James because I like one particular phrase in it, which, uh, which we read last week as well. Matthew chapter 10, uh, sorry, chapter 9 and verse 18. It says, while he spoke these things to them. So Jesus is getting on with doing his thing. He's, he's teaching his disciples at, at this point. He's living life. While he spoke these things to them, behold, a ruler came and worshipped him, saying, my daughter has just died, but come and lay your hand on her and she will live. That's one man who's coming to, to dig to find that, that well of, of living water. But here's, here's, the, here's the main thing coming up. So Jesus arose and followed him, and so did his disciples. And suddenly, suddenly, a woman who had a flow of blood for twelve years came from behind and touched the hem of his garment. For she said to herself, if only I may touch his garment, I shall be made well. But Jesus turned around and when he saw her and he said, and this is the phrase I like in the New King James, be of good cheer, daughter. We heard that from somewhere else, didn't we, last week. Be of good cheer, daughter. Your faith has made you well. And the woman was made well from that hour. I find it, I find it interesting in, in the light of something that Steve brought in the, the, meeting, in the prayer meeting we had earlier, the, the what's happening here in this passage is that Jesus is getting on with life. He's getting on with His thing. We, when, when, we, when we meet Him here, He's, he's teaching the disciples and then, then the, uh, the, the, the ruler whose son has just died appears and, and asks Him to go with Him and, and lay hands on, on the daughter. And then, in the midst of all this, the, the woman with the, with the issue of blood comes and, and touches his garment. This is just in the context of, of Christ living his life. He's not conducting a church meeting. He's not putting on an event to which people have, have been specially invited. He's just doing his thing, living his life. And all this stuff is happening. He's teaching, and then he's responding to, to someone's request of him, someone's prayer and petition, if you like. Come lay hands on, on my daughter, who's just died. And then this woman comes and reaches out and touches his garment. And, and, and he's made well, and he says, be of good cheer. That's still a word to us, you know, people of God. Be of good cheer. Be of good cheer when we hear good news. Be of good cheer when, when things are, are, are getting on top of us because He's won the victory. 
dig through that rubble. Find the, find the well of living water. I just want to really focus in just for a few minutes and I'll uh, take, my, uh, take my watch off and look what time it is because I really believe it's going to be good for us to, to get back to that place of praise and worship this morning. And then it's going to be, but, but that also there's a response to come to that, to that word which, which Katie brought. But let's just take a, a few minutes to have a look at this woman and, and just to have a look at a few aspects of, of the way in which she dug through her rubble to find the, to find the, the, the spring, the well of, of living water in Christ Jesus. The first thing that has to be said about her is that this is clearly a woman of faith. A woman of faith. She, she has a, a problem in her life, but she also has faith in her heart that says, if I can only touch the hem of, of this man's garment, then, then I will be healed. You know, faith is supernatural. Jesus here is getting on with life living his life, doing, doing the things that he does. And, and, and this all happens, but this woman's faith is supernatural. Faith is always supernatural in that it's more than natural. You know, something that God's been speaking to me about through the, uh, through the time we've been spending praying and fasting is that it's really easy to have faith in the things that you see or that you experience on the spot. It's really easy to have faith in a God who heals if the first time we go to Him and, and ask for prayer for healing, bang, there we go, we're healed. You know, I do believe that God heals in that way. And we see in this account a, a story of a woman who is healed in that way. She touches his, his garment and bang, she's healed. But it doesn't always happen like that because it's not some, God's not some kind of supernatural, spiritual sort of dispensing machine where we go dial in one, two, three for this or four, five, six for that and it will drop out at, at the bottom. Our faith has to be supernatural. We need to believe in that which we don't yet see. That's what faith is, isn't it? That's essentially what faith is. This this woman had tried all the natural remedies we, we learn. If we look at this account in, in some of the other Gospels, I'll read a couple of Scriptures in a second. She tried all the, the natural means to, to be healed of the, from this hemorrhaging of blood that she's been experiencing for years and years. She'd no doubt been to see every expert in the field that she could get herself in front of. And it hadn't happened. And yet, she heard that this Christ could be the, the well of, of living water for her, that, that this man could heal her. And she said, if only I can touch that garment. What a display of faith. It says this of her in, uh, says in Luke 8, verse 43, in the, the NIV translation, it, it, it tells us, a woman was there who'd been subject to bleeding for 12 years, but no one could heal her until now. Mark 5, 25-26 in the NIV translation reads like this. It says, And a woman who was there who'd been subject to bleeding for 12 years, she'd suffered a great deal under the care of many doctors and had spent all she had. 
Yet instead of getting better, she grew, she grew worse. Having tried all the natural resources, she was, she was left in just the realm of faith. The realm of the supernatural. But in Jesus, her need was met. In Jesus, her need was met. Wherever we are this morning and whatever we're facing this morning, in Jesus, it's not, that, it's not just that our, our need will be met. It's as, as, as Jell prayed earlier, earlier, I think, this was the sense of it, our need is met. Our need is met in Christ. If you're here this morning and you're, you're struggling with, with fear, as Brian alluded to, well, actually, Christ has overcome that for you. You wear that medal which says, He has overcome. I'm the victor because He's the victor. And, here's the good news, His resources are available to us. Absolutely every ounce of His resource is available to us. Right here, right now. If you're here today and you, you heard Katie's word and you, and you thought, yeah, I've got rubble in my life I need to dig through and yeah, it's, some of this stuff's pretty deep and I, and I need to, to dig through the, the stony ground and then dig through the, the topsoil and then the clay and the sand and whatever lies beneath and, and it's going to take some time to get down to that, that, that river of life that runs at the, at the bottom of that hole I'm digging and I don't know how to dig it. Jesus said His resources are here for you today. They're open, they're available. And because His resources are available to you, it's not a struggle. It's not a thing of strife and beating yourself up and, and such like. His resources are freely available and you can dig through that rubble right here, right now and find yourself in that, in that, in that stream of, of the water of life which Christ brings. Do you know what? There are no barriers to His love. And there are no barriers to our encountering and experiencing His love in our life because He's taken them away. That's why we can blast through that rubble. Because there's no barriers to us encountering Jesus. Encountering the One who can turn it all around and has turned it all around. He's good. You know, as this woman approached Jesus, there were no barriers to, to hinder Him from loving her. Even though she came to Him with what was essentially a very kind of private need, and, and, it, and it says in the, in the passage that we read from the New King James, it said, she came suddenly. He wasn't expecting it. It wasn't on the agenda for the day, but there were no barriers which stopped her from not only touching the hem of the garment, but experiencing the healing power that He had for her and experiencing that change around in her life 
experiencing that situation that she'd that that sickness that she'd suffered with for years and years and years and years being turned around and that just doesn't, doesn't just apply to sickness it applies to whatever need we we might have he can turn it around for us i would imagine that many barriers had been placed upon her throughout her life because of her condition and because of the way the society of the day reacted to to that condition. Sometimes that's how the, the, the rubble can build up in our lives that we need to dig through because people and situations and experiences we've had can put barriers in, in the way can put barriers there that, that, that can make us feel that we're quite a way away from, from finding that, that well, that pool of, of living water. But there are no barriers to experiencing His love. There are no barriers to experiencing that turnaround in the situation of just experiencing His power and His goodness and His glory. You know, we, 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 we come to, to church meetings and, 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 I, and I don't know what expectations any individual one of us might, might have as we, as we come into the church meeting, but you know, sometimes we come with an agenda which says this morning this is going to be resolved or this is going to be sorted out in my life. And actually, God's agenda for us coming to the meeting is, is just that we should praise Him, just that we should rejoice in His goodness despite whatever the, the circumstances might be. Just that we might dwell in His presence and that our joy might come from that. Yeah. Steve was talking about that before. That there's, 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 such, there's so many reasons for us as His people to be joyful regardless of any hassle that we might be having in the, in the world out there. In the world, you'll have troubles. But fear not. Be of good cheer. I've overcome the world. I've overcome the world. Jesus has overcome sickness and death and, and rubble. We can dig through it. This woman, and I'm, and I'm finishing up right now because we're, we're going back into, into worship very soon and, and, and I'm going to give space for people to respond if, if they need to do so. But this woman had faith to come to Christ just as she was. And we are to be encouraged to have faith to come to Jesus just as we are. Just as we are. This woman didn't have a choice about coming to Jesus with this condition that she was suffering from. She tried all the means of, all the earthly means of dealing with it and it was still there, but she could still come to Christ just as she was. You know, in the society, I just alluded to it before, in the society of the day where, where, much was, where much of people's thought patterns and attitudes were governed by Levitical law, the sickness that she was suffering from was a really big deal. It says this in... Uh, Leviticus chapter 15, this is verse 25 and 25 through 27. It says, when, 
when a woman has a discharge of blood for many days at a time, other than her monthly period, or has a discharge that continues beyond her period, she will be unclean as, as long as she has the discharge, just as in the days of her period. Any bed she lies on while her discharge continues will be unclean, as is her bed during her monthly period, and anything she sits on will be unclean. Whoever touches them will be unclean. He must wash his clothes and bathe with water, and he will be unclean until evening. This was the, this was the attitude which she was living amongst because, because Jesus hadn't yet... Well, Jesus said he'd fulfilled the law, didn't he, when he came? So Jesus had come, and he fulfilled the law. But this was the law of the land that people were living in. So this woman had big, big problems in terms of being accepted by people in the society that she, that she lived in. But she had faith to come to Jesus, just as she was. Do you know what? We can have faith to come to Jesus, to blast through that rubble this morning, regardless of how we think society views us. Regardless of what experiences we've had in life that, that we might think, because of this, someone might look down on me. Because of this, someone might view me differently to, to other people. Jesus says, no, you can come just as you are, and I can meet you where you are, just as he did with this woman. You know, Jesus said that he'd fulfilled the law, and, and I think sometimes what we need to understand is that when Jesus said that, what he was saying was that in Christ, what was required of us by the law has been fulfilled. It has been dealt with. There's nothing that can create a barrier between us and Him. Nothing whatsoever. So whatever baggage we, we come with this morning, whatever it is that's, that's piled the rubble on top of that, that well of living water, because of Him we can come just as we are and He's going to blast right through it. He's going to blast right through it like He did with this woman who came to Him with this, with this awful condition. She had faith not only to come, but she had faith to make contact. She had faith to make contact. I think it's really significant in this account that the woman's, that what was on the woman's heart was that she had to touch the, the hem of the garment, touch the cuff of the shirt. She had to, to touch. She had to make contact. You know, if we're going to dig through a pile of rubble, if we're going to dig through, deep through soil and clay and all sorts of stuff to get to the, to the living water, we need to make contact with the, with the Christ who enables us to do it, who enables us to, to blast on through. She said to herself, if I only touch his cloak, I will be healed. This is a, a lovely, lovely paragraph that, that William Barclay wrote in a, in a commentary says this, when she touched it, it was as if time stood still. It was as if we were looking at a film and suddenly the picture stopped and left us looking at one scene. The extraordinary and the movingly beautiful thing about this scene is that all at once, amidst that crowd, Jesus halted. And for the moment it seemed that for, for him, no one but that woman and nothing but her existed. She was not simply a poor woman lost in a crowd. 
She was someone to whom Jesus gave the whole of himself. This morning, whatever we've got going on in our lives, whatever the rubble is that that we need to, to dig through, you're not just a lonely man or a lonely woman in a crowd of people You're absolutely an individual and you're absolutely the center of his attention when you come to him in faith, when you come to him to make contact, when you come to him to dig through the rubble. You are so, so special to him. Nothing which the world has put upon you, nothing which... Nothing negative which people might have said to you in the past. No attitude that you've held in the past can, can prevent you from coming to make contact, to touch the hem of His garment. He absolutely loves you. Absolutely loves you. Through making contact, the touching the hem of His garment, she was made well. The rubble was blasted away. And there she was, set free. Whole, complete, healed. Rejoicing in God's goodness towards her. Mark 5.29 in the NIV says this. It says, immediately her bleeding stopped and she felt in her body that she was freed from her suffering. How do we make that contact? Well, it's just by faith. There's no theology involved. There's no working ourselves up. There's no whipping up a storm of emotion inside ourselves. We simply need to reach out by faith to Jesus. We simply need to make contact to touch the hem of His garment. In our problems, in our illnesses, in our weaknesses, and in our strengths, We need to be those who reach out to touch Him, to make contact with Him. And as we do, He'll meet us. And as we do, He'll meet us. And oh, will that rubble be blasted away. Hallelujah. There's going to be opportunity for you to make contact, to take that step of faith and know the removal of that that rubble in your life. I'm going to ask the, uh, the musicians to, to come back if that's okay. Then we're going to stand together and I'm going to pray. And If this morning the Lord God is speaking to you, then I'm just going to invite you to to just take a step forward and we'll stand with you and pray with you. Now God changes our agenda because I'd, I'd been saying to myself as I drove up this morning, it's not going to be any appeal this morning, we're going to break bread and meet God on our own. But I, but I just believed as, as Katie brought her word, the Holy Spirit has an agenda for us this morning. And I believe that there are some who just need to come and And just stand with others, with brothers and sisters 
in Christ and know that touch on our lives. Jesus wants to touch your life anew this morning. He wants to touch you afresh. He wants to blast through the rubble and lead you into that, into a real soaking in that well of, of living water. Let's stand together, shall we, in, in God's presence. Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, I want to thank you that you are the victorious God. But Jesus, I want to thank you that notwithstanding your position as the one who sits on the right hand of the Father in heaven, as the one who is the King of kings and the Lord of lords, notwithstanding that royal position you hold, notwithstanding your holiness, God, that you love each and every one of us here so, so much that you invite us to come into your presence. Jesus, thank you that even this morning we can touch the, the hem of your garment, that we can be set free from whatever rubble is burdening us in our lives this morning, and that we can experience we can experience a, a fresh baptism in the Holy Spirit, Lord God, a fresh soaking in the living waters that lie in that well that we find when we dig through the rubble, through the soil and through the clay. Jesus, thank you that you are more than sufficient to meet us in any need that we might have and thank you that you want to meet with us, that you want us to encounter you, your love and your goodness. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.